0: Taylor Starks told us about the brutal beating of her one-year-old son, Kyrie, at the hands of a trusted friend and babysitter. He's been in the hospital with no brain activity since June 13th, and Wednesday morning, Kyrie died a month shy of his second
1: birthday.
2: Kyrie Carter Muhammad was born on July 22, 2020, to 16-year-old Taylor Stark. Kyrie was a beautiful baby boy, weighing at 7 pounds, 10 ounces. Mother and son both lived together in Roseville, Michigan, about 20 minutes north of Detroit proper. Kyrie was described by his mother as a smart little boy that could count to five by the age of one. Taylor had talents of her own as well, and according to her Instagram, began working as a nail tech in nearby Warren, Michigan.
0: In recent months, Kyrie had been in the care of 21-year-old Kimora LeMay Hodges, whom Taylor described as a longtime friend and babysitter. Kimora had been watching Kyrie on and off for the past two months while Taylor was at work. Additionally, Kimora had a daughter of her own named Malia, who was about Kyrie's age, so the babysitting arrangement appeared to be a good fit for the young mother.
2: Kimora also shared Taylor's love of nail art, and according to her Instagram account, Moonlighted as a press-on nail designer. Additionally, Kamora would arrange gift baskets of treats and self-care items, which she would advertise and sell via social media. She was also a fledgling YouTuber who would publish videos with her boyfriend Shane as well as wig installations and her morning routine with her daughter.
0: Kimora lived at the Golf Manor Apartments on the 30,000 block of Little Mac Avenue. Although some official sources state that Taylor and Kimora were neighbors, it's unclear whether or not Taylor also lived in the apartment complex. However, it's a safe assumption as a street view of Google Maps shows the Golf Manor Apartments appear to be the only residential area in that particular block.
2: On June 13th, 2022, Kimura was watching 23 month old Kyrie while Taylor was working. Throughout the afternoon, the mother began receiving text messages from Kimura regarding her son, which I'll share with you right now.
1: Taylor, I'm sorry, but this might be my last time watching Kyrie. I put them for a nap because they both was crying when we came from outside, and I also went to sleep. But I wake up just now, and he in the bathroom eating a bar of effing dial soap. He won't spit it out, and he's just chewing on it, not listening, man. But this is what I was saying though, no matter what, when I go to sleep, he feel the need to be sneaky, but he can literally do whatever he want here. I don't know what's going on, but I can't keep up with this behavior, because normally children listen to me, and I don't want to be responsible when he do stuff while I'm asleep, because now it's like I can't even take a nap while he here, because he getting into more stuff now.
2: Taylor responded with a text message that we will put on screen for you right now, saying that Kyrie's gonna be turning two next month, blaming this on the terrible two, saying that Kimura should be stern with him when he acts like that, but that she didn't think he was trying to be sneaky and that he's just a toddler. And ultimately, closed it with that if Kimura's having too much trouble with Kyrie, then maybe she should find somebody else to watch him because she didn't want Kyrie to be a burden on Kimura. To which Kimora replied,
1: Girl, I know he a kid, but he too smart, and sometimes you be too soft on him. But I'm not telling you what to do, he can't be doing that with me though, cause I was raised very different, and also strict. So when I catch him doing things he know not to do, it does bother me. He ain't no burden, don't even start.
2: According to Taylor around 1.51am, Kimora sent a text with a picture of Kyrie with his face all swollen and bruised. Kimora claimed it was an allergic reaction to the little boy ingesting soap. Believing her friend, Taylor rushed to Kimora's apartment arriving at 2.05 a.m. where she called 911. Kyrie was laying on the floor having multiple seizures, and soon, medics brought mother and son to the emergency room of Ascension St. John Hospital in Detroit. When they arrived, Taylor quickly learned from the doctors that this wasn't a simple allergic reaction from ingesting soap.
0: Kyrie was suffering from severe blunt force trauma to the head and was bleeding from his ears to the point where the little boy had to undergo immediate emergency brain surgery in order to attempt to save his life. And while all of this was going on, Kimura sent the following text message to Taylor.
2: Kimura bombarded Taylor's cell phone with text messages. And we have a screenshot of a group of them right now, basically saying everything will be okay and make sure you call me. I can't go to sleep until I know he's okay for sure. I can't believe I let this happen. Even just stating, quote, I was just sleepy and needed a little nap. I didn't think he would go in the bathroom at all. And at the end, just asking if they made it there. As a side question to our viewers, because I rightly don't know, as I don't have kids myself, Is taking a nap something you normally do when you watch a two-year-old? Let me know in the comments down below. Soon, police were called to the hospital and Kimora was ultimately arrested. The 21-year-old mother was initially charged with CA in the first degree and was being held on a $250,000 bond. It was determined by investigators that Kyrie had been injured between 3.30 p.m. and midnight on June 13th, although according to Taylor's post on Instagram, the injury occurred around 10 p.m. Roseville Police Chief Ryan Monroe stated that Kimora was cooperating, and was remorseful and regretful of her actions, but obviously none of that would change what had taken place. Kimura allegedly admitted to mistreating Kyrie, which included throwing the little boy against a wall and shaking him badly.
0: Kyrie remains in the care of Ascension St. John Hospital for over a week with no brain activity, and unfortunately succumbed to his injuries on June 22, 2022 exactly one month before what would have been his second birthday. Now that there wasn't any chance of bringing little Kyrie back, Kamora Hodges' charges were upgraded to homicide in the first degree. She is currently being held at the Macomb County Jail and her bond was revoked by a 39th District Court judge.
2: Kamora Hodges was scheduled for a probable cause conference at 8.30am on June 29th, 2022 in front of District Court Judge Kathleen Toko. She's currently being represented by an attorney by the name of Joan Morgan, who has declined to make any comment to the media thus far. Please keep in mind that as Kimora has yet to be found guilty of the crimes she's been charged with, all information is considered alleged for the time being. As with a lot of cases these days, there haven't been many updates or a probable cause affidavit released. But We'll make sure to keep an eye out for you regarding updates with this case.
0: Taylor and her aunt started a GoFundMe titled Justice for Kyrie that helped cover his funeral expenses. As of the date of this recording, the fundraiser has raised over $77,000. The initial goal was only set at $17,500. Now if you're interested in donating, we'll make sure to have Kyrie's GoFundMe linked for you in the show notes.
2: Visitation of Kyrie Muhammad was held at the Hutchinson Funeral Home in Detroit on July 7th, followed by a service at New Greater Zion Hill on July 12th. Taylor was crushed by the loss of her only son, stating, quote, I'm only 18. I don't have a mom or a dad. It's just me and my baby. I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. She did this to me. I would never have done this to her and her baby.
0: She went on to state on social media, quote, I feel so betrayed because I would have done anything for this girl and her daughter. She's the same age as my son. She's been watching my son for months and I know how hard it is to have to deal with a kid. So she could have just told me before she did this to him. But there's no excuse for hurting him like this. I've always been self-conscious of who keeps my son just because this was my biggest fear ever and it's coming true. End quote.
2: She closed her post with the following, I just hope, Kyrie that you will be able to forgive me, son. Mommy loves you so much. Huge thank you to our patron, Austin, who read Kimura's text messages this episode. You can check out her link tree down below. All business inquiries can be directed there as well. We also have a very wonderful group of people going that extra step to support us on Patreon. I'll put their names up right now. I want to say welcome to two new patrons, Dawn and Aloria. Shout out to our Levi tier patrons, Levi, Holly, Chaka, Amelia, Laura, Cody, and L. There's their lovely pictures right now. Special shout out to our girl, you nasty tier. Dom and Lisa, thank you so much for supporting us and being as nasty as you are. And very, very special shout out to our highest tier Patreon supporter, Melissa. There's her lovely picture right now. If you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash machine, you get access to all of our secret episodes, and you may even get a postcard. A haunted one. Patreon.com slash machine. And for those of you who have followed our channel for a long time... I want to give a very special rest in peace to Turkish. We are very grateful to have been able to befriend and babysit such a wonderful, wonderful dog that was completely full of life. I know so many of you love to see him as well when we babysit him and included him in the intros. Please enjoy these last two pictures that we took with Turkish recently. And our hearts go out to Amanda, his mama, who took incredible care of him.
0: Yes, we love you and Turkish very, very much.
2: But until next week. We love you. We love you. Bye.